everyone, and welcome back for another episode of Living Creatively with your host, Monica Parks. And Angela Dalton. Where we discuss topics that fellow creatives like ourselves deal with from day to day as we make our way through this interesting world we are living in. So, Angela, how has the week (laughs) been going? I know that you have been a busy bee. Uh, you know, it's funny because like I'm listening to our intro mm-hmm. and I feel like we're like setting the mood for mm-hmm. our discussion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are. We are. It's intentional. It's intentional. It's intentional. And I feel like it also um, is reflective of the week mm-hmm. um, as it's been. Uh, you know, we have now been over a year in all of this. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody is just feeling it Mm -hmm. we're all feeling it um Mm -hmm. so yeah so i think that's where i've been yeah it's been busy it's been hard to really focus and really concentrate so Mm -hmm. it's been kind of a frustrating week in that Mm -hmm. um yeah everything just feels everything feels off i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know how better how else to to describe it it just everything just feels off kilter and um it's frustrating it's really frustrating Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm sick of it (laughs) And I'm sure everybody else, I know you're sick of it. Everybody's sick of it. Oh, yeah. So it gets to be hard because I just, you know, it's like we're in a point where it's like it's hard to ask somebody like, how are you doing? Because we've talked about this before. It's like an Mm -hmm. emotional landmine. You don't Mm -hmm. know what you're going to get. You don't know how Mm -hmm. you're going to feel when you're asked it. Mm -hmm. And that's just been a very draining place Mm -hmm. to be. How how are you? What about you? (laughs) Well because you're my friend, you really know the answer to that already. But you know, <laughs> um, like do. you said, it's, 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 um, it's been um, a week, uh, more emotionally and mentally draining. But um, that's probably been the tone of my overall year, I'm transitioning in and out of a lot of things. And um a lot of things that I are still have a lot of question marks on them. And for mm-hmm. my personality, that is one of the things that really drives me batty. So I having to deal with how I act and how I move in a different way. That's a little bit more healthier than the way that I've done in the past so that, you know, I can come out on this on the other side in a better way. Mm-hmm. And I do realize that, you know, there's a lot of people who, you know, 2020 really wasn't all that bad for them, you know, and 2021 has been pretty amazing for them. So, yeah, we there have are been people who have thriving. Yeah, thriving. I mean, have just completely reinvented themselves, their lives or just took it up a notch. And so for those people, I applaud you. I it's am great. happy for you. Yeah. So but for those people who probably can relate or or at least know someone who is like the way that Angela and myself are, this will probably be more for those people or for those people who know someone to be able to pass that along. Um, We're basically talking about your mental health and and taking care of your mental health. And we had spoke before about uh, better help. Uh, We previous episode where Angela talked about her starting and then you could hear me being ready to get on board and inquiring about information. And then in another episode, we briefly mentioned it and we said, (laughs) yeah, we'll talk about that on another episode. Well, you know what? That's this episode. (laughs) This is the episode that is going to happen on. And it did not come 
at a more better time than right now for us to address it. So we are going to be talking about how our experience was with using the uh, the app, what you call an app or a platform? App. Yeah. An it's app, an app. The app um, BetterHelp. It is a uh, app where you can be able to get therapy. It's a new way of doing therapy. And I think that it probably took a very big boom in business be- due to the pandemic. Um, for me, like people like myself who might have been doing therapy in person with other people um, and then had to leave therapy due to the pandemic, this became an option for you to still be able to get therapy because it is on and do it through chat, you can do it through text, you can do it through phone, you can also do it um, through a phone call, you can also do it um, through via a video call. Mm-hmm. So there's many ways that you can be able to get help through this app. So it's good for those people and then it's also good for people who maybe never thought about therapy and maybe this is the time that you thought about it. So it was something that we both decided to do. And um, I'm going to let Angela start off with how her experience, <laughs> how it, maybe we do a comparison of the initial um, getting on the app, the initial yes. process. <laughs> the onboarding, as they there call it. There you go. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Before we jump into that, I just, I wanted to also you know everything you said monica was is was lovely and spot on and and honest and um just going back to that the idea of like you know there are people that are thriving and mm-hmm. we both are very happy for them mm-hmm. um i also want to acknowledge the fact that there are people who look like they're thriving but mm-hmm. maybe aren't very they aren't thriving mm-hmm. um i think i fall into that category of yeah, like on paper too. I look mm-hmm. like I'm thriving. I, yeah, I think both of us kind of on paper look like we are. Mm-hmm. And then when we're like, well, this and this and this is happening, people are like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Um, and I and that's not lack of sharing. Um, well, it, let me rephrase that. It's not lack of wanting to be transparent. It's just mm-hmm. the emotional ch- sharing of that, the like exposing that emotional and mental part of yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's, again, going back to my conflict with social media. Mm-hmm. Is just I didn't have I just don't have it in me to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. have so many other areas in my life, um, uh, personally, mm-hmm. that need my attention, that deserve my attention, that need my mental emotional focus. Mm-hmm. That to add social media on top of that is just too much for me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you know, and so I'm speaking to things like you know my I, I haven't t- I haven't really talked about it anywhere um, except for you like with you when we're offline. But, you Mm -hmm. know, like dealing with right before the pandemic, my mom was diagnosed with cancer Mm -hmm. and she had uh, surgery and, um, you know, and I was there for the surgery. But through the entire pandemic, you know, right after she had the surgery, I came home, everything shut down. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, here's my 76 year old mom who she lives with her brother, but, you know, like she's she's pretty much kind of by herself and mm-hmm. I want to be there for her but she went through chemo she went through radiation she's been doing all of this like by herself with great friends with like I said her brother but I just mm-hmm. it just messes with me emotionally mm-hmm. mentally like as a daughter I feel like I have not 
been able to be there for her. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's been a lot of that juggling just how she got through that. And she got through it. She's in remission. And so, you know, that's awesome. But yeah. there's also still just a lot of emotional baggage that comes with that because we're still sitting in this and I still can't see her and she's still compromised. Mm-hmm. So I want to share that because I haven't. Um, mm-hmm. And again, like, I, I think there's that, I just want to make sure that we're, we're being transparent and authentic and yeah. that it might look like people are doing well, like I said, on paper or on mm-hmm. social or whatever, but there's mm-hmm. always a story behind it. Mm-hmm. And I think just keeping that in mind is helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like when you're sitting in your own stuff and it feels like the whole world around you, this is how I felt. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like things around you, other people around you are doing great. And why mm-hmm. aren't I doing better? Why aren't yeah. I thriving and feeling mm-hmm. great? Mm-hmm. And really there's, there's always a story that yeah. is not being told. So yeah. I think that's important too. Yeah. And I think for mine, I, 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 I think I've been very vocal as to what my situation is, like the loss of the job and all of that. I think mine is looking where I say looking better on paper is I don't show up with what is going on with mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So when I show up, I might still be making jokes. I might still be, you know, having fun on social media. I might still be doing, you know, jewelry and doing all these different things. And it might give the impression that it's like, oh, she's doing okay. She's handling it well. No, 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 I'm not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm just, I just don't, I think I come from, and this is one of the things I'm working on in in therapy. I come from the place of, I don't want to bog other people down with stuff. So for me, you'll see the parts of me that I am feeling as though it won't be too weighty for you to handle. But I'll tell you, what's going on. And I think that that gives the impression for some people, including some of my friends where they will think, Oh, well, she's fine. Mm -hmm. Well, she's, you know, she's doing okay. She's actually sounds like she's doing really good. And it's like, no, that's just my way of being able to function is that I have to keep doing all these other things, but underneath the surface, it is, it's a broken mess. And that's where the therapy part comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so going back to your original question, mm-hmm. going back to our onboarding experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I came across BetterHelp on Instagram, of all places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just denounced social media. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was good for something. No, mm-hmm. um, I came across an ad and, you know, I, I follow, it was actually Taraji P. Henson. Mm-hmm. And she's very vocal. She's an advocate for mental health. Um, you know, it sounds like her from what I have followed from her story, her father had mental health mm-hmm. issues. And mm-hmm. um, he's passed away. And so mm-hmm. she opened she started a foundation to to uh, to pretty much like expose or, you know, or to talk about uh, mental health issues, especially in the black community, because it's always something that is like swept under the carpet. We don't talk about, you know, it's like buck up and it's going to be fine and, you know, put on your smiley face. And I think more and more celebrities are doing the work of like, no, that's, that's not how that's not healthy. And we can talk about it and we do need to address it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've been following her and she had spoken a few times about BetterHelp and then this ad came up and so I was like, you know what, I'm going to try it. And I think mm-hmm. what I was sitting in at the time was 
Um, well, okay. And I, I won't get to that yet, but so I saw it and I knew that I was like feeling some kind of way. And, um, you know, I've, I have a history of going to therapy, so this isn't a new experience for me. I was diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety when I was like 17. Mm -hmm. And luckily my father was like, okay, like you, let's go see somebody. You need to go mm. see somebody. And so I was fortunate that he took it seriously and mm. um, I got into therapy. I got it, I started the process of being on antidepressants, which really helped for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I was on them for a long time, on and off for a long time. But when I got into like my thirties, I was really having a hard time being on the antidepressants because of the side effects and especially getting older as a woman and, and all mm -hmm. those types of things. So I really tried to look at more uh, organic and, and natural uh, means of, of medication mm -hmm. and um, different types of, of therapies. So I've tried a lot of different things um, and I've always thought it, it always helped me and it's something that I always think that everybody needs it. There's nobody, there's nobody that I've met that I don't think is you know does not need some type of therapy it's always nice mm -hmm. to have a third party to talk to just to say yeah. the things out loud that you you don't feel like you can say to family members or friends without being judged you know or feeling you're crazy by saying mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. um so yeah so when i when i saw that better help come through i was like it's this is a good time this is a very good reason and time for you to to go back into this and mm -hmm. so i signed up and like we've talked about before the onboarding process you go through a series of questions so that they can match you so it's very right. much kind of like the tinder of therapy mm -hmm. where they really ask i thought that they asked pretty detailed questions in terms of they were presenting you know like are you going through these types of things or thoughts and i was seeing explanations or descriptions that i hadn't seen before mm -hmm. in other onboarding therapeutic onboarding sessions yeah. mm -hmm. one in particular that really drew me in was um it was uh compassion fatigue mm. and i was like i've never seen that before and that's mm -hmm. how i feel i feel like i'm not doing enough that i'm not i'm not participating enough i'm not present enough and that is really one of another layer of what I was going through. So as I was going through everything, I was finding the things that really were speaking to what I was having issues with. And um, I felt like that made it easier for me to open up to the therapist that I got mm -hmm. matched up with because mm -hmm. when we had our first session and I was matched right away, um, mm -hmm. I was surprised because it had said that it would take 24 to 48 hours before you would be matched with a therapist mm -hmm. and I was actually matched within I think a half hour mm -hmm. and I went in created my account and had an appointment scheduled like a week and a half later mm -hmm. and um yeah and so that was what my onboarding experience was and I'll stop there um because yeah we can just go like step by step <laughs> comparison okay so ladies and gentlemen I want you to sit back <laughs> relax grab you something to drink because this is my story okay i too was a person who was previously in therapy and my journey didn't start as young as angela's um only because i grew up with the um i grew up with and around the attitude of she'll be okay um, she'll understand. So 
I even into when I got older and I think the first time I started having the wrong type of thoughts was after my dad passed away and all of the things that surrounded that that I had to deal with for over about a year or two years. And I remember telling someone that was close to me about how I was feeling and that it wasn't good. And they were like, oh, you'll be okay. You're the strong one. You'll be fine. And now the other one, now that one, you need to make sure you go and call that one and and check on that one. And so I always kept having those, um, those reinforcements that maybe there's, this is not something that I should be worried about, or maybe I am overreacting because I'm keep getting these notions. So it wasn't until my friends and I, and I'll say it and you'll hear me say it a lot is that my friends have taught me how to live, be a friend, live, love and take care of myself because I didn't really have those examples. And so it was my friends who had told me, okay, you really need to go and get into therapy. And at that point, I was thinking, therapy, why would I go sit and pay to talk to somebody? I can talk to myself. Matter of fact, I do talk to myself all the time. I've got some good advice for myself, too. And I could do that for free. <laughs> and if nothing else, you know, I had like a religious segment in my life where I was like, if I want to talk, I could talk to Jesus, you know, mm-hmm, talk to Jesus, mm-hmm. get my concerns up to him. And um, I finally went in to um, therapy, my first time going to therapy. And that was a wash longer the short the lady would fall asleep on me while I was talking to her what yeah I didn't tell you that I thought I told you that no oh yeah these are the reasons why I was so against therapy so I and then the other thing is that she would always get caught up on my upbringing like she was like how did you live like that what did your dad do what did you you know and I was like girl I'm not here that's what you're here for (laughs) right I'm like well no she because of I guess what she thought how black people would grow up, you know, some people have this notion that all black people grew up a certain type of way. So oh, she a was part of she was hung lady. up on okay. yeah, she was a white lady. And so okay. she was hung up on how I grew up. So we would spend way too much time convincing her or educating her on how I end up growing up these different ways. And then the other stuff I guess was boring to her, which is the reason why I was there so she would fall asleep. So that was my first one. And then my second one was I was like, okay, I'm going to get an African-American woman so I don't have to run into these types of issues. And I did. And I was and that was by referral. And then the pandemic happened. So and we were making great strides. um, But then the pandemic happened. And so at that point, I'm probably in the place where I am thinking I don't feel like doing this anymore. It's just Mm -hmm. too much. So then when we came up on the better help and I had seen it, ironically, I had seen it as an ad, um, somebody who was, uh, I was watching them on YouTube and one of their sponsors was better help. And so they were advertising. And so I didn't think about it anymore then, but when Angela brought it up, um, I was like, you know what, maybe I should give this a whirl. And that's why I was asking her how much it was and everything like that. Cause I'm also keeping in mind that I, you know, I've lost my job. Is this doable? And so I go and I register cause I know Angela hers. She said it, you know, it says up to 48 hours, but I know hers came around quick. She got her person that she was looking for and everything. I went and registered and mine did come up within, I think a day 
I specifically asked, of course, again, for um, an African-American, a person of color, preferably an African-American woman. Um, I asked for an older woman because I knew that a lot of things that I was dealing with is going to be directly, my language is going to be because of my age. And I didn't think somebody who was in their 20s would be able to give Mm -hmm. me a notion if they hadn't been there yet. And what they came back to me was, a white woman and I was just like wait a minute <laughs> I didn't that's not what I asked for this this not that that's not this what is this I said she ain't even a person of color she's just straight white like did y'all not hear me and so then I was like I sent her a message I said nothing against you Susan I know you're a great person but you are not the person of color that I asked for don't take offense mm-hmm. and I, I mm-hmm. went ahead and found me another person and when I was given my options of who I could take they were white men, white women, young women, and then there was one African-American woman. And so I was like, is that all I got to choose from? So I went ahead and chose this person. And this woman, have you, I don't know if y'all know there's a thing where your therapist can gaslight you. I was being gaslighted to the point where I was like scheduling um scheduling appointments and she would say like 30 minutes before the appointment she would cancel and then she would say okay we can reschedule what about this time and I said great let's do this time because I really want to get in here oh I forgot to tell you this is three weeks later yeah, I just now get like I forgot that part between. yeah I forgot yeah. that so there was yeah. some time I had been going through this process for three weeks and I'm just now getting her so that was also my desperation of like okay let me make this work and so not a good thing for a person who comes from a background she's trying to work out of the desperation let's make this thing work but I'm doing this with my right. therapist and um, <laughs> God, <laughs> already, I'm right? sorry Uh, um, it made me so so, mad I was so mad (laughs) and so she was like okay let's do one o'clock and I'm like okay let's do one o'clock and we're conversing back on the platform and I was like put me down it's not on your calendar where I can pick it up so I'm assuming that you're giving this to me and you're going to make it happen didn't hear from her so Mm -hmm. I'm like okay well maybe I just have the appointment so something told me I say something but I always say it's like my spirit my my divine spirit said hey you should reach out to her So that Friday, I was like, hey, I haven't gotten a confirmation from you because they do send confirmations of saying, hey, you've got this appointment coming up at this time. And then they send a lot of them after that. And then I didn't get that. So when I contacted, I didn't hear from her the whole day. And then in the evening, she was like, yeah, you didn't you didn't secure that appointment time. So that's no longer available. And but we can do 11. And this is supposed to be on the Saturday. We can do 11. And so I was like, okay, are we really going to do 11? I'm like, because that's not on your calendar either. Or, you know, how do I secure it? Because I told you immediately after I take the time. And I didn't hear back from her again. So I was like, well, let me just show up at 11. And maybe, you know, it's, you know, she'll see that it didn't work the first time. Maybe she'll do this. Girl, I got stood up by my therapist. Like, I can't believe that. She didn't show up. She didn't Mm -mm. email me. She didn't contact me. And I was just like, how did I get ghosted by my therapist? And I was like, bonk this. My language is way stronger offline than it is online. But I was like, bonk this. She can kiss all this. Like, I was hot. (laughs) I was hot. And I was just like, bump therapy. Like, obviously, I'm not supposed to get therapy. And that's far from the truth. Because 
and I'll talk later about the reason why I was trying, why it was so important for me to get back into therapy. But I contacted everybody because I was like, give me my money back. And the, oh, about the money. I then found out that I was paying more. <laughs> like I was like, wait a minute. I thought that it was this amount. And mm-hmm. then it changed to this amount. And when I asked them about it, they were just like, well, that earth person might have caught a um, might have caught a um, a special. And yeah. so they might have gotten a special and just know even mine was even on special. Like, I think I used a coupon code, a special, and I still came out to more. So it's like <laughs> I was like, oh, so there's this this scale like you don't you, you don't know exactly how much it's going to actually cost because it can come up different ways for different people. So anyway, I was asking for my money back and I told them and I I had screenshotted and everything because I knew once you try to change therapist, it gets rid of the thread of the messages. So I screenshotted it, sent it. And um, I finally had someone who was basically going to tell me uh, they were going to help me. They were going to hold my hand. They weren't going to be like, just go do this. And they basically helped me find my person. Um, We went through. I think I had made a list of 25 African-American mm-hmm. therapists that were in California and nobody was taking new clients. And um, then finally she sent me two people. And now you guys, this is almost a month in and I haven't had my first session yet. And so I had two people to choose from. Both of them were African-American women. Um, I was really wanting someone who had some years under their belt because of I am a complex case. So I need somebody who is not going to scare them when they take the lid off of this. Um, So my two choices were either a young woman who was in her 20s and she had a lot of experience or an older woman who was around my age, but she was fairly new into this, meaning like she was under five years. I think she had three or four years under her belt. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. whew. Rack them up. They, I guess we'll wait, roll the dice on it. Were they both in California or were they other places? Mm-mm, they were both in California. Okay. Okay. Because mm-hmm. mine was in North Carolina. Yeah. And then I yeah. forgot. I, 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 and, and I, before this one, I did have a second one who was like, who did say that she was willing to work with times. That's what her profiles, if the will, said. But when <laughs> I connected with her, she, I told her, I said, hey, I said, in my time zone, your hours are at 4 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and 5 a.m. I said, but I know that you can work with times. And she says, no, that's the time. If you'd like to make an appointment, go ahead and make one. I'm like, be the be about I want to say my word. I want to say my word, but I can't say my word. But I'm like, girl, who's going to be up at 3 a.m.? Talking to you. We're all thinking the word. You were thinking the word. So I had, that's where I ended up getting to. So the older woman, I decided to go with the older woman with little experience and just give her a chance and hope that she got some great schooling that was able to teach her mm-hmm. all the things that I wasn't going to be her first case in dealing with these different traumas. And um, that's where I'm going to leave off. Right? <laughs> so that's, I got my first so- appointment. Mm hmm. We clearly had two different onboarding experiences mm-hmm. um, because, yeah, I when you started telling me about all the things that were happening, I was just like, 
are you sure you're on the same amp as I am? Because <laughs> right. this is not anything right. that I went through, right? I'm like, I literally, I clicked on an ad in Instagram. And I think that's where the, the price difference was, because I think it was probably like some kind of promotion or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I was just like, this is not the experience that I had. I am, I am, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, do you need me to write a letter? I'll write, you oh, know yeah, how I like to right. write a letter. <laughs> I gotta watch what I tell Angela. She like the little one that come from the back and be like, I said, don't mess with my friend. Didn't I say that? I said, what we do over here is we make, <laughs> I'm not gonna say the whole thing because that was real. That was a reenactment. <laughs> Girl, she would come around the corner and be like, uh-uh, I know you're not. Is that what you're saying to my friend? No, because that's not what we do over here. We make money, okay? You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> girl you were all the way out of pocket that day i said my friend is about that life <laughs> so i gotta watch what i tell this one <laughs> she'll be like ride out girl where we going i'm like no 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 i'm just gonna make a phone call <laughs> oh okay okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because you're drawing from real experiences. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about so I said, that. This is, not a this is a reenactment. This is not <laughs> this is not a made up story. My friend will ride out. <laughs> literally. So I gotta watch what I tell her. <laughs> so she go to 10. <laughs> I'd be like, no, girl, there's there's a few steps in between that we still can cover before we go to that point. But it's nice to know. <laughs> it's nice to know that there's somebody who's going to be like, oh, 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 OK. You want to play with me? Oh, OK. OK. <laughs> Don't let me pull it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I learned I, I came from some wonderful women from the south side of chicago and they do not play Love. they do not play <laughs> look california angela she cute that's the one y'all want to know minneapolis she's fun you want to know her too but that chicago angela look don't let her come out that box if y'all ever see chicago angela girl you said what did you say south side did you say south side chicago so look it makes sense now see i didn't know all of that it makes sense now so now i'm real i'm real like okay do i want california angela minneapolis angela or do i need south side angela and it's very little times that i ever need south side angela but she will pop up <laughs> in moments that i'm like girl no i don't need south side i need minneapolis that's you went too far <laughs> You'd be like, oh, 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 okay, uh, okay, okay. Oh boy, oh, yeah, I feel so exposed. I feel so exposed. Girl, I love all of them. Oh my god. Oh, thank you, girl. Yeah, I'm gonna have to tell you some empty stories someday. But today is not that day, right? I'm already exposed. <laughs> I love it. So, yes, she was the so one. So getting back to therapy. Like, <laughs> she was the one like, you need me to write a letter? You need me to make a phone call? I'm, no, I'm like, no, Miss Dalton. Uh -uh. 
no mama dalton uh-uh <laughs> mama bear pull back pull back <laughs> i just wanted to tell you the so, story <laughs> so i start therapy <laughs> My doctor, oh my god. My doctor's like, I'm telling her like all I'm going through and um okay, and so going back, so yeah, my doctor I got paired right away. She was a black woman from North Carolina and uh you know, she I, I googled her checked out her credentials you know so i was like okay cool i'm excited for this mm-hmm. so had the first meeting and uh you know i'm telling her about like all the reasons like what i'm grappling with what i'm struggling with and right away she's like so what i'm getting from you is you're a fixer mm-hmm. and you can't fix anything mm-hmm. and she's like how does that make you feel <laughs> <laughs> Well, lady. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, it may want to burn down the whole world, but I can't right. say that out loud. Right. <laughs> no, just hearing you. I'm like, yeah, it's good. I went to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> burn down the whole world. That's where you went. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we need. Southside Chicago to- is the one that's in therapy. <laughs> Minneapolis Angela over there sipping on a drink in the corner be like we tried to tell her she she out here she out here acting up California Angela's like I told her to go take a hike but she ain't trying to listen how did this take this turn how did this take this how did this happen this was not the conversation I thought we were gonna have <laughs> I love it. So Southside Chicago was in therapy, and then what we happened? We started. We started this off so somber, and now my it cheeks did. hurt, and I'm crying, right. and I can't. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to finish this, folks. I don't know. <laughs> Woo, y'all! There was so much to talk about in this episode that we're gonna have to break it up into two parts. So for now. This concludes this episode of Living Creatively with your hosts, Monica Parks and Angela Dalton. We will continue this discussion in the next episode, so be sure to come back next week. Remember, you can also connect with us on Instagram at Living Creatively Now, Living Creatively Podcast Facebook page, and on our website, thisislivingcreatively.com to subscribe or to send us questions that you'd like us to answer or advice you may need as a fellow creative. Thank you for joining us and being a part of our Living Creatively community. Always remember to protect your heart, protect your mind, and protect your gift. Bye. Bye.